Farm Foundation is an outreach of the Permanent Baptist Churches of DeKalb County. New Bildad Primitive Baptist Church meets in the Seven Springs community on New Bildad Road each Sunday morning at 10.30, Sunday night at 6, and Wednesday night at 6.30. The Mount View Primitive Baptist Church meets in the Shiny Rock community on Old Blue Springs Road each Sunday morning at 10.30. Your speaker today is Elder Joseph Arnold, pastor at the New Bildad Church. Good morning and welcome to the Firm Foundation. 
First, I would like to announce that the Mount View Primitive Baptist Church on December 4th, Saturday, will have Elder Jeff Winfrey from Dawson Springs, Kentucky preach for them. He will be there 10.30 a.m. and 6 o'clock p.m. So be in prayer for that, and if you can, go out and be with them. And as always, thank you for joining us here on the Firm Foundation. May God bless you, and after this song, we'll bring you a message from God's Word. Our God is love, and He loves all His sons. Jesus Christ is love, and He loves me. Our God is love, and He loves all His sons. Jesus Christ is love, and He loves me. Now listen carefully, now listen carefully. Hear the grace I see, our God loves His Son, God loves His Son. He loves even me, he loves even me. Hallelujah. Our God is love, and He loves all His sons. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is love, and He loves me. have a question for you. What do you do when you need help with something? Just in a base idea, if if I need somebody to help me move, what would we do? We'd call for some help, wouldn't we? And that's what we want to talk about this morning is calling for help. Because in spiritual sense, there are times that we do need some help, don't we? Sometimes we just don't know the way. Sometimes we do know the way and don't know how we're going to get there. And sometimes we just need help in general. So let's go to the book of Hebrews chapter 4. And we'll start there, and we'll move on. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into heaven, the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but in all points was tempted like as we are, yet without sin. See, Jesus knows what you're going through. That we have a song that says, Jesus knows the pain that you feel. Well, if Jesus knows the pain we feel, why, how would he know that? Well, because he came to earth and took on the likeness of a simple person. He had flesh like we did. They suffered hunger, need, pain, and things of, those nat- of that nature. He was tempted like we are. Yet he never sinned. As a matter of fact, when you read the accounts of where the Pharisees were trying to trip him up, it says that they tempted him. They tempted him to say something wrong, to do something wrong, or say the wrong thing. They didn't know that he was the son of God. And he would not make a mistake. 
But he was tempted and tried as we are, and he never sinned. He never thought a wrong thought, never took a wrong step. Have you ever done that? I mean, we all have, haven't we? Made a mistake or did something wrong or said something wrong. But he never did sin. He never was tempted to do such a thing. Now here's the admonition. It says, Let therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So what is the first thing we should do? We should come to the throne of grace. We should come where the help is available. See, I might call anybody in this room for some help, and they might not be able to help me in a regular sense. But as far as the spiritual sense and many physical senses, we can ask the Lord Jesus Christ to help us, and He is able. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. That's how much ability He has. But what did he tell the Apostle Paul? Apostle Paul knew this, and as a matter of fact, he's the one many say that wrote the book of Hebrews. He told the Apostle Paul that my grace is sufficient for thee. Is God's grace sufficient for you? Whatever your issues are. There are a lot of things that we can see that could be wrong. And we need to look to the Lord Jesus Christ to see what is right. And see if we can find some grace for a time of need. And what is a time of need? We, there's a lot of them. Why do we not call? Let's go over to the Gospel of John, chapter 16. In the last verse. Now this is another case very similar to the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus is preaching to, but in this case he's just preaching to his apostles and those that were at the Last Supper because this is shortly after he had washed their feet. And he gave them this sermon that is three chapters long. And the last thing he tells them, These things I have spoken unto you, that ye may have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. My friends, as long as we live on this earth, we're going to have tribulations, trials, setbacks. First of all, we're sinners living in a sin-cursed earth. Troubles will come. Even those, and it says, those that live godly shall suffer persecution. That's a given fact. That's going to happen. Yeah. In, this, in the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Now that's a powerful statement, isn't it? 
all the things that we tr that trouble us and all the things that are in this world, but we have one that's overcome all those things. Can he help us overcome those things? Can he help us go forward? Have there ever been times you felt like you're not going forward at all? Let's go over to the book of Proverbs, chapter 18. And listen how this is described to us. When we think about these things, looking for the help that we need, I said we would call a friend, didn't I? Yeah, we need to call a friend sometimes, don't we? Well, who is the friend? What kind of friend do we have in Jesus Christ? The 18th chapter and the 24th verse of the book of Proverbs says, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Now many times, brothers have a very close relationship, don't they? And us as brothers and sisters in Christ, we have a close fellowship here in this church, right? But there's one that sticks closer than that. And the reason that you can say that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother is because he's with you all the time. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. That means he may be stick closer than a brother because sometimes a brother wanders off. Sometimes the brother's not with you at all times. As far as that goes, you know, he ain't everywhere present, nowhere absent like our God is. But our God is one that sticks closer to that brother. He's with us uh, at all times. Even, the, even David said, wherever I go, behold, thou art there. His hand compassed him about no matter where he went. If you went as far up as you can go or far down as you can go, the Lord was with him. He was with him so much that the David said that such knowledge is too great for me, I cannot attain it. We cannot comprehend how good our God has been to us. We can't comprehend how big he is how amazing he is. But he was a big God and he's got big help. The 120th Psalm. In the first verse it says, In my distress I cried unto the Lord. That's a good idea, isn't it? When we have distress, when we have troubles, and the cares of this life take and get us down, when we're in distress, we need to call on the Lord. There's a song we sing, I will call upon the Lord. When's the last time we called upon the Lord? When we have the distress, though. And the... Verse ends with, 
and he heard me. In my distress, I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. You know God hears every prayer? No matter how eloquent it is, no matter what it really contains, the Lord hears it. And he answers it. Sometimes he answers, no. No, you don't need that. But I'm thankful for God that helps. A God that in our distress, we can cry to him and he'll hear us. Deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. Have you ever dealt with that? Have you ever dealt with that from somebody else? And have you ever dealt with it from yourself? Now, the 121st Psalm, next one, it says, I will lift up mine head, eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Where's your help going to come from? It's a good question, isn't it? Now think about this. This next statement, though, is amazing. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. Think about how big the heaven and earth is. And how finely tuned it is. That there is a plant that actually can contain life on life like ours. And we're not too close to the sun or too far away from the sun, so everything's exactly right there. We have the right have mixture of um, oxygen and, and the air we breathe. There's just a lot of things that God has done. And how He made it exactly right. And how He made living things to work the way they do. He made us to work the way we do. And that's the Lord that David was looking to for help. That was the that's the Lord that is friend that sits closer than a brother, is the creator of heaven and earth. Can you comprehend that? That that goes beyond me. Let's go to the Gospel of Mark chapter nine. And this is familiar. My dad's preached on this quite a bit. But if the Lord will help us, maybe we can glean from it some more. In verse 17. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away, and spake to thy disciples, that they should cast him out, and they could not. Sometimes there's things that man just cannot do. 
There's some things a man can't figure out. So this time, the man brings him straight to Jesus Christ himself. Maybe that man, the smart thing would be to do that first. Don't get me wrong. I'm thankful for good men of God that are able to help and guide us in the way we ought to go. But sometimes there's things a man can't do. And the first place he should have went is the Lord himself. He answered him and saith, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when, the, when he saw him straightway, the spirit tear him, and fell on the ground, wallowed, foaming. And he asked his father, How long ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. Now we do not know how old the son is at this time. He may be an adult. Because, in comparison, it's been bothering him since he was a child. And oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. There's the thing. That's our discussion this morning. Sometimes we need help. And now he's asking the Lord to help. And it's an interesting thing he said, if thou canst do. Well, is the Lord able to do? That's the first sign that we have an issue with something else that we're going to talk about here in just a minute. Because it sounds like he was not sure if the Lord could help, does it? Otherwise, he wouldn't have said that. If thou canst do. It's an interesting statement. And Jesus said, If thou believe, canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. Have we ever had trouble with belief? Believing that the Lord is able to do exceedingly above all that we ask or think. We say we believe, we believe it because the Bible says it. But sometimes when we're oppressed, we forget it. Or y'all may not, I do. Get discouraged and get aggravated. Been there. When Jesus saw the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him, and he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. Now there's a possibility that he was dead. May or may not. Yeah. Really doesn't matter because the Lord was able, wasn't he? Yeah. 
the Lord was able to help him and help the father with belief and unbelief. And I want to ask you a question. Was there anyone else that needed some help in this case? And when his disciples come into the house, when he was coming into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not, why could not we cast him out? They needed to know why they couldn't do it. He said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing, but by prayer and fasting. The disciples needed to know what they could do too, didn't they? See, truthful, the whole truth of it is, the Lord had the power to do it. He had the ability to do it. But were the disciples looking to him when they were trying to do it? It sounds like they weren't. Because apparently if they had pray, prayed and fasted like they'd ought to, it would have worked. But they didn't. And these are men that would walk with Jesus regularly. These were the ones that heard the Sermon on the Mount. These are the ones that know that he was able. But they didn't do it as they ought to either. What is the point of all of this? We need to ask God for help, don't we? Me and Brother Ronnie was talking earlier about the troubles this nation has. Well, we need to ask God for help. We need to ask God to be able to be able to preach, be able to serve, and help our nation in a way in a way that would honor and glorify Him. There's a lot of things we need to help with in there. Sometimes it's just as simple as Give us this day our daily bread. The Lord, just give us what we need. Sometimes we don't know. Or I don't. I don't have all the answers. But I know the one that does. I know the one that does have the help for your case, whatever that case may be. So if you're in health and need, in need of help, what should you do? Call your friend and ask for help. Sounds simple. It's kind of hard, though. Sin natures and things like that will get in our way. But let's ask God for help whenever we need. May the Lord bless you and keep you as our prayer.
Thank you for listening to the Firm Foundation. If you'd like more information about the Primitive Baptist Churches of this area, you can email me, newbuildedpbc at gmail.com. Join us next week to hear another Bible-based message on the Firm Foundation.